Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. When was the first time you were called Yo? Do you remember? Is that your parents or? Honestly, so when I was in, I what would be the equivalent of first grade, kids started calling me Yo-Yo. My mom went ballistic. Went Yo-Yo. School went crazy over it. Aww. Yo just stuck after that. Uh, I like it. People don't expect a blonde, white blonde, to show up at meetings, and so yeah. they'd be like looking around the lobby. And I'm like, you looking for me? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> Here's, oh, we, you weren't what we were expecting. No, I didn't think so. So here, I'm going to give you a stereotype. So the Italian side of your family's coming out because you're using your hands oh, to talk. I'm a huge hands. Yes, person. I noticed. Yes. So yes. it's fine to use your hands in the air. Not in front Be of the mic. Be very creative, but not on the mic. So I got to ask you this one. So you're a city, you've said this, you're a city lifer. Yep. 30 years between Diners Club and yep. city. How did you stay with one company for 30 years? Let's start there. It's a great question. It was never deliberate. I didn't start a career saying I'm going to spend 30 years with a company or the rest of my life with a company. It was really about opportunities. I was constantly given new opportunities to go test boundaries, to change things and uh, create different experiences internally and externally. And uh, every time I got to the point of being bored, somebody said, what about this over here? Or identified a potential opportunity and got to go do it. So my opportunity to learn has just been significant, and that's why I've stayed. Yeah, w- one thing I will slightly disagree with you on, never disagree with the people you're yeah. interviewing, especially when they have the job title CEO, mm-hmm. and they're a client. When you said you were given, opportunities presented themselves, but from everything I've seen watching your career arc, you kind of stepped into that space. A lot of it was. It was you know, the amount of times I've said, trust me, and if I fail, you can fire me. That's how committed I was to, you know, the the passion of purpose to be able to deliver something. So a lot of it was just questioning, why do we do it that way? Why are we serving our customers in that way? You know, what, is there a different way of doing it? We went from a paper organization to a digitized organization before people were ever talking about that, you know, way back um, in the in the mid-90s. So it's the opportunity to do that that was just so compelling. And that bass sound you hear is... Yo, continuing to pound the table because I'm trying she has not a, to. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll sit on yeah, my hands, hands for you, Sam. All right. So you're the CEO of City FinTech. You know, you were at you were interim for a while and then named that. Let's start with City FinTech. How would you describe it to the masses? What is City FinTech? So, in in some ways, it was a little bit of an experiment, but it was the opportunity mm-hmm. to test boundaries. It was the opportunity to prove and create the art of the possible that we can develop at speed, at the pace of our competitors and deliver what our customer, customers need. So that to me is what we spend every day doing. We spend time listening to our customers, we co-create with them, and we build products that are going to resonate. I think gone are the days where banking gets to decide people's relationships with money, and now it's shifted to we have to be able to take banking to the customer, and that's what we do. So it's interesting because City Fintech's kind of the internal disruptor. Mm-hmm. within a yep. well-established global bank. So those are the, I'm guessing you have a ping pong table, by the way. We have a ping pong exactly table. Exactly, at LIC. bean bags, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes yeah. you a fintech. Um, but when you think about that, you're thinking of disruptors. You're thinking about pulling people in from outside the industry. You're a 30-year lifer. 
from city that's running that group. Mm-hmm. So I know when you got the job, here, this is your chance to address the critics of that decision. What, what makes that such an interesting decision for you to be the leader of that team? It works because we have a blend of such phenomenal talent. We went external and we sourced really good talent. Our head of product is from PayPal. Our head of technology is from Amazon. We brought over our CMO from Australia with City Experience. But you have to have a blend. So if you want to be able to run at speed in large organizations, you have to be able to navigate through all the different points across the organization. And that was, to me, the perfect balance of bringing together the best of external talent with really good internal talent, and and that's perpetuated throughout the team. And so we're really almost a 50-50 organization of internal and external. But those internal people are critical because they know banking. They know how, they know our technology rules. They know our customer disciplines, and you have to be able to have that to be successful. I think bringing somebody in from the outside, and we've seen it, gets to be frustrating. That people start, you know, well, that's not how I did it in my last company. So to be able to, I think I tell people I burned through 30 years worth of favors in my first three weeks in the job in fintech. Yeah, I think for those that haven't been in the banking space per se, so a lot, I deal with a lot of fintech mm-hmm. startups that are coming in and it's their first time dealing with the bank and they're they're blown away by whether it be the contract process and procurement or just, you know, how they're going to have to integrate. And they'll come in and say, we can spin up in three weeks. And my comment is, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Exactly. Okay? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's not reality. And, but it's nice having folks on your side of the table to understand that and also understand the fintech side, right? That there's this desire to run fast. Exactly. But the people we've brought over from the city side are champions of change. I felt like I'd come home. If I look at all my career, I was... um, There's your quote for your pick. Okay, that's it. City fintech, I felt like I came home. And I use it often because I felt like in a lot of the organization, I was the lone wolf. I was champion change. Mm And change makes people uncomfortable. And I always go back to uh, who moved my cheese, right? Where are you on the bell curve of change? And I am a very early adopter, but that doesn't mean that everybody else is. So I felt a lot of times I was in roles where I was pushing people outside their comfort zones. It came to fintech and you've got a bunch of people that every day are asking why, how can we do this differently? There's different tools, there's different technologies, there's different solutions to be able to be effective. So it's just been, for me, it's just spending time every day with so many like-minded people. I actually find myself now the person saying, okay, let's just slow a little bit and let's really think this through. But it's it's a fun space to be in. It really is. And, and your career arc is interesting to me because you were a COO. And I'm actually a big fan of COOs then moving into a CEO position. Because if you can make an organization actually operate <laughs> and understand that, from anywhere COO on, on the tech side, mm-hmm. I think that's also a big plus. Yeah. Uh, if I look at my background, I um, I love making other people successful. And it sounds cliche, but it's not intended to. I like the getting into the weeds. I love making sure that you can mm-hmm. execute. When I was in the CAO role, my role was strategy. But I had conversations with my boss at the time. Strategy doesn't work for me unless I have the ability to execute. So I can define change, but I have to be able to see it through because otherwise I challenge the value statement. I'm not a great salesperson. I don't want to be the salesperson. I want to be able to prove 
um, the, the things that we take on. So fintech is a, is a great place. The COO and the CAO both um, give you a lot of preparation um, for, for, that, for this type of role, although this seems to be way more external. I seem to spend a lot of time talking to people where my heart says get back in the office yeah. and uh, sit there with the people that are building the product. So this actually leads to my, my last question before we get to rapid fire. How do you keep up with the constant change in the technology space? Because I see a lot of the squirrel effect, right? I mean, it's, oh my God, VR, what are we doing? You know, people within the organization coming to you or AI, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, this was almost every month. How do you stay focused? One, how do you, how do you as an organization keep up on the tech that is worthwhile to invest in? Mm-hmm. And, and how do you stay focused on the solutions you have to deliver? Yeah, and it's an evolution of maturity. If you look at 80% of the investments going into the fintech market, you can really categorize into five key areas. So what we're doing is trying to keep a pulse on what's going on and look for those that are starting to get you know, a lot of press or really starting to connect with customers. And we're just trying to keep a repository of who do we want to be engaging with along this journey. And then we're also into really challenging the way that we bring on vendors. So your three weeks is a, is a great example. Our process can take a year yeah. easily. I know we, I've been on that side yeah. of the table. We have challenged <laughs> all of the people that have input into that to get it to 30 days. Wow. Realistically, it's not going to be 30 days, but if we want to be able to do experimental partnerships with what's going mm-hmm. on in industry, within that 12 months, I need to have identified, evaluated, onboarded, tested, and shut them down. Um, so it takes a completely different you know, mindset, and we have phenomenal partners across the bank that are working with us. I think we're going to get our first one through in three months, so that's, so that's progress. That yeah. is... Yeah. It's not you guys, obviously. No, <laughs> dang it! But, uh, but that is incredible. That's actually yeah. three months in an organization the size of City with the history they have. That's and, and with phenomenal. the controls, everything we do yeah. is to protect the customer, so you can't, you know, bypass any of that. It's just how do you become more efficient in the process? All right, so we're down to what normally I'd say is the last minute, but it never is. It's the last section, the rapid okay. fire section, the part that you're the most nervous about. All right, off the top no of your head. No prep. Yep. yep. Okay. Never, never prep. All right, so here we go. Three questions, real straightforward, just off the top of your head. All right? I have been dying to ask you this one. This isn't going to be good, I know. No, this one's great. So you have kids. I do. Like me. Did your kids download the Yo app, and did they, like, constantly send you messages, yo, yo, yo? Because I would have. My kids didn't, but other people on my team found it very amusing to do that. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, the sooner this thing dies, the better. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. this shelf life wasn't great. I've been... Yeah. All right. You started working at Diners Club and City in 1988. I did my research. 1988, everyone. So what was the number one billboard hit in 1988? Was it Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley? Was it Faith by George Michael? Or was it Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham? It wasn't Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Okay. Because I actually knew Wham. There's a fact you didn't know oh, about me. There you go. Oh, okay. So, We're coming um, back. I don't know. I'm going to go with Rick Hasley. I'm winging it. That here. was number four in that year. It was um, George Michael. So when you say you knew Wham, which part of Wham? Well, so um, both George and Andrew went to schools not far from me. They were a little bit older, but I got invited to parties, you know, maybe under wow. the drinking age where they actually were, and I didn't think they were a big deal. So don't ask me music questions. Oh, my. You didn't know that, did you, Angeline? She's shaking her head no. No No one knew that fact. There you go. go. Fintech 5, everybody. She knew Wham before Wham was 
Mm-hmm. Anything. Uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go was 1985, in case you're curious. All I, right. I wore the t-shirt. I, <laughs> so I can I. visualize that. <laughs> I had the hair. You wore the t-shirt? <laughs> I had the hair. Brilliant. I'm going to find photos of that. Sam. No, you won't. They're gone. Um, last question. All right. You're a CEO and you've mm-hmm. been in major roles. How do you do downtime, not work-life balance? I hate that question. How do you stay sane? Because, again, you have a family. You have a life. I go back to Florida. So mm-hmm. I was my CAO role there. And um, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was home for me. Is it England? Is it Colorado? Is it upstate New York? Is it now New York City? It's not. I go back. Time at the beach changes my perception on just about everything. There's not a problem that can't be solved walking the beach in my mind. I live in Jacksonville. I will 100% back that up. There you go. Yeah, we we did the same thing. Moved to Atlanta, couldn't take it anymore, moved to the beach, and life has been good. I I crave it when I'm in the city. I I don't blame you. I love New York, but I could not live there. Mm -hmm. Where's the best place for us to learn about City Fintech? Go to the website. There you go, folks. Yo, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Wham, everybody. That's going to be the picture. (laughs) 